0: this is healing for the nations with pastor carl lewis this program is designed to help you build your faith in god's word receive his healing delivering power and experience god's best in every area of your life jesus is the same yesterday today and forever regardless of what you may be facing his word and power are available to you today
1: Today we're going to look at something that's very, very important, and that is the power of your confession, the power of your words. And we could also say that's something else, that's another factor, another key uh, that will determine the effectiveness of your prayer life. You see, it's one thing to pray, but then what are you saying between the time you make a request or a, a petition to the Lord and the time it comes into manifestation? What are you saying? So your words are very important. I'm going to start off by looking at Deuteronomy chapter 30. Now you notice, let me say, say this, you notice a lot of times when, when children who... Um, Especially when they're younger, you they come to you and they say, um, "Dad, can I? Can we go here?" Uh, I remember our children when they said, "You know, Dad, can I have this or can can we go here?" And when I said yes, then as far as they're concerned, that's it. It's over. It's done. it's, it's a done deal. They've got it. You realize that's the way God wants us to uh, to treat Him. That's the way the w- way He wants us to approach Him. That's the way He wants us to have confidence in in His benevolence, in His goodness, in the, in His commitment to follow through and do the things that He told us He would do, in line with our request, in line with the fact that it's according to His will for our lives. And so, um, your words are very important. Now, I'm going to look at Deuteronomy chapter thirty, verse nineteen. Says this. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. This is when they brought him, he's brought them into the promised land. They're about to take possession of it. And he says, I'm calling heaven and earth to record against you this day that I've set before you life and death. So two polar opposites, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your seed may live. So you notice here, so much in our lives, it's not so much God choosing. It's us knowing what God's will is and us choosing what he's already provided for us. And right here he says, listen, I'm setting before you life and death, blessing and cursing. The choice is you. The choice is yours. Whether you live in life, it's going to be because you made a choice. If you live in death, it's because you made a choice to live in death. So your words are very important. You, the, the choices you and I make is very important. See, we don't want to get through, we, we can, even in, in prayer, we can go through the ritual, the tradition of prayer without the fact that it is about a living, vital relationship. And so we could say it this way. In, in prayer, let me touch on that a little bit. See, prayer is a relationship. It's a communication where you're talking to God. God's talking back to you. But I always realize in the midst of that, he's depending on your choices. Is We could say he's limited by the choices you and I make. So right here, we see here, he says, I've set before you this day life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your seed may live. That's interesting. See, the choices you make will impact your family. That's why it's so important that we make quality decisions. Say, Lord, I'm gonna, I'm living for you for the rest of my life. I purpose to bring my life under the dictates of your word, under the laws of your kingdom. That no matter what your word says, I believe what it says, and I'm gonna practice what the word says. That's why I'm, I'm gonna tell you, being in the right church, when you found your pastor, you found your church, not the way, not the, not the other way around. God will connect you to a certain man. He will connect you to that individual. Their words will mean something to you. Their words will, you will hear their words and it will be different than other people. People are saying the same thing, but that there's a connection he'll make with you to that individual. Why? Because he's placed in them words. He'll placed on them an anointing that's going to help to enrich your life and get you where you need to be in God. So again, I said, I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing, that both you and your seed may live. Let me say it again. The choices you make will impact not only your life, but it will impact your family. It'll impact your children. In fact, we have the example of Abraham in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 4. See, his decision to follow God would impact his family. In fact, God made out of him a nation. See, God can do great things through your life if you'll choose to just make the decision once and for all. Say, God, no matter what happens, I'm going to follow you with all of my heart, all of my soul, all of my mind, all of my strength. In fact, not in my notes here today, but in Genesis chapter 12, it says this. And God spoke to Abraham, he says he he left his kindred house, his family, his father's house to go to the land that God would send him to. And then he obeyed God. See, sometimes following God will mean making decisions that's right and it's because you're following God, but your family might not like it. Close friends might not like it, but the thing is this, when you know you're following God and His Word, you'll all end up right. You might go through some persecution, some trial, some criticism, but the thing is this, you need to make a decision today. I'm following God. I'm I'm following His word. I'm following what He has for me because I'm following Him, I'm in love with Him, and I'm in love with His word, and His word is right. And I'm telling you, as you follow God, the path gets brighter and brighter. Yes, there's persecution, tests, and trials. But the thing is this, you not know, you're walking in great peace and contentment because you know you're following God. I just want to encourage someone with saying that today. So it says, life and death, blessing and cursing, choose life that both you and your children will live. Your choices will impact your family. Now in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, I want to get to this confession see it 's not just prayer that 's important, but your confession is important. What are you saying? Many prayers are nullified and canceled out. Good prayers because of what people are saying and believing after they pray. so I want to encourage you part of your devotion when you do, I, I, maybe that set devotion each day it 's important to follow it up throughout the day with the right speaking in line with what god 's word says. Now we see here in um, Joshua chapter one. In verse, I'm going to start from verse five. So God was speaking to Joshua specifically as the leader of that nation at that time, and He says to him, verse five of Joshua one: "There shall not any man be able to stand before you all the days of your life, as I was with Moses. So I'll be with you. I will not fail you, nor forsake you. I tell you, that's what God's saying to us today. I'm not going to fail you. I'm not going to lose power. I'm not. You're not going to lose strength. <laughs> I'm not going to. Give, I'm not going to fail you. I love that. i will not forsake. I'm not going to abandon you." i love that so god's not going to abandon you today you've started something trusting him in obedience to him he's not going to back away from you he's not going to withdraw his strength and ability and power from you, you know so you can keep going then he says be strong and have a good courage for unto this people shall you divide inheritance for the land which i swear to your fathers to give them look at this only be thou strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. Then look at this now. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you will meditate it. Meditate means to speak, to say, to mutter, mutter, to ponder. You'll meditate on it day and night not just in prayer time, day and night, that you may observe to to do according to all that is written therein, for then you'll make your way prosperous, and then you'll have good success. So right here we see Joshua being told by God, a major key key to your success is this, if you'll meditate what God says, if you'll say what God says about you, and only what he says about you, not what your friends, your family, other people say about you, what did God say? If you'll keep that in your mouth, if you'll keep it in your heart, it says you will make your way prosperous. So we see then, just because Joshua knew the plan of God for his life, it didn't just come to pass just because he knew it, just because maybe he prayed about it. No, it was important that he say what God said about him. It's important that he, he said continually what God said about him. You know, when our daughter, when our daughter was born at one pound, eight ounces, eight ounces, and we're going back to the hospital day after day after they told her she wouldn't live, she wouldn't die, she'd be deformed, all these things, we, we prayed course we prayed the prayer of faith we believe we received but then going to and from the hospital while she's there in the isolate my wife and i we agreed we kept saying the same thing psalms one eighteen seventeen. she shall live and not die and declare the praises of god to her generation the lord blesses her fruit and her water and keeps sickness out of her the number of her days he will fulfill see we have to be saying that over and over again see it wasn't just a matter of praying but our confession that continue to support what we requested, what we asked of the Father. So, say in your mouth, your words are pivotal; they're critical to experiencing God's best for your life. So, what did, Ab- what did um, God tell, Abraham- tell um, Joshua? Excuse me, this book of the law shall not depart. Don't let it stop coming out of your mouth. But you meditate, mutter it, say, speak it, ponder it ponder upon it. say it over and over again how long do you say it say it keep saying it just keep saying it until it's coming out of you Till that word is in you and it come, it's coming out of you it says this book of law shall not depart out of your mouth so if it doesn't depart, it doesn't stop. It's continual, it's a continual practice. That's why it's important to have scriptures, you know, as, a, as part of your devotion. Maybe a, a, a scripture's covering different areas of your life, covering your life, covering your health, covering your finances, covering your marriage, your children, certain things you're speaking over that, those areas of your life every day. So you continually put it in your heart, put it in your mouth, till it fills your life. That's all you expect. You expect the goodness of God. So that's what he was getting him to do meditate that word day and night see this isn't religion this is the kingdom living living according to the the kingdom of god meditate day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein for then you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success it's interesting here see god showing us how we cooperate with him to realize success in our life so because he's already provided it then our obedience, we could say, is what will materialize that will cause us to realize is best in our lives. Now, another one, because this principle of confession is very important, in uh, Psalms chapter 1, verse 1 to 3, it says, Blessed is the man, I love this psalm, that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of going for. See, walks not in the council. See, part of your confession comes out of your fellowship. Comes out of your associations. Because who you associate with is who you're going to be listening to. You're going to be listening to their words, their advice. You know, some people, they, they believe in, in uh, cheating on their taxes. Ripping people off. Doing whatever it is that they can to get ahead. So, anything's legitimate. I say no. It says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel, the advice, the teaching, the instruction of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is what? What is he delight in? What gets him happy? What makes, what's a thrill to this man? His delight is in the law of the Lord, so in God's word, and in his word he meditates day and night. See, that's scripture again. So we meditate the word day and night. So that's that's a key principle of success, getting God's word, finding out what he has to say about different areas of your life and putting that in your mouth. If it gets in your mouth, it'll get into your heart. It's gets into your heart, gets back into your mouth again, and then it becomes a generator, if you will. It continue, it starts fulfilling itself. It starts working in your life. There's a power in that. And he says this, as we do this, as we meditate, ponder, speak, mutter God's word day and night. See that? It's a practice. So it's, an, it's a practice, and we're trained to do this. Practice. Then he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit any season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. So it's interesting verse 2 came before came before verse 3 so as we get that practice of confession and meditating in God's word, then what happens? We get into process. We could say we've activated the process where we can be successful in whatever we do. Why? Because we put it at the. We based it on God's word. We believe in God's word. We're expecting God's word. We're trusting God's word. We go to work based on our faith in God's word that God is blessing the work of my hands. You should put that scripture in, your, in into, your li- into your mouth then. Deuteronomy 28. So you'll be blessed in whatever you put your hands to. You'll be blessed in your going out, in your coming in. So this is not just something to get excited about, it's something to live that becomes a very active, powerful part of your life. Now here's another one that I'm really thrilled about showing you. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, and this is powerful. It says this, in, I'm gonna go from verse 20. Proverbs chapter, 20, Proverbs chapter 18, excuse me, verse 20 says this. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. And with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. And look at this. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So where does death and life? So a lot of people blaming God for death and destruction when he has nothing to do with that. The thing is this, where does death and life? It says for the most part, it's in the power of our tongue. We're creating things. Remember we started off by talking, looking at Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. It says, I set before you this day, life and death, blessing and cursing, therefore choose life. Here in Proverbs 18, 21 it says death and life are in the power of the tongue, which means then your words are creating things. Your words can create death or life. In fact, in James chapter 3, in the New Testament, we see an astounding statement where it says we control, but, um, chapter 3 of James, it says we control horses, so powerful beasts, we control them by a bit on their tongue, and by, we can move them about just by that small. It says we control ships with rudders on them. We can control them with a small thing. Now, think about it this way. And he says now, We control, that means we can control our bodies. We can control what happens in our lives. How? By our own tongue, by our own mouth. Question is, what are you saying? See, God's intention as people, as citizens of the kingdom of heaven, by the new birth, through and in the name of Jesus, that we live by the kingdom of God. We depend upon heaven's resources. We depend upon heaven's power. How? By our words. So that's why we've got to get the book. We've got to get God's words, his promises in our mouth. Whatever he says about us, that's what we say. We say we have the mind of Christ. Not that I'm a dummy. Not that I can't learn anything. Not that I, you know, I'm stupid. I can't do anything. But my parents said I couldn't do anything. And so, you agree with that? No. You're in the kingdom of God now. You're born again. now. You have the mind of the anointed one, and it is anointed because First Corinthians, sorry, First Corinthians, chapter two, verse sixteen says, "You have the mind of the anointed one." You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. you've got to believe that. You've got to put that in your mouth. Keep saying it over and over again. Start attempting things, maybe things you've not done before. Taking a small course here, reading a book here, taking a lesson there, stepping out and growing and developing. Why? Because you're depending on God and what He's made you to be in Christ Jesus. I'm telling you the the potential, you know, is is, is really like endless because of the goodness of God. So here we see death and life are in the power of the tongue. We could say it this way what you say, what comes out of your mouth has more power over your life than what anybody else says. It says it right here death and life are in the power of the tongue. They that love it shall eat the fruit of You will have what you say. Your mouth is working for you. Your mouth is working either for you or against you you've got to watch what you say. Now here's another one um, in Mark chapter 11 Jesus saying, have the faith of God after he cursed the fig tree. And he, uh, it was withered the, the 24 hours they came back and Peter looks at it and says, Master, the fig tree you cursed is withered. Now it's interesting, Jesus does not say, yeah, boy, I'm the son of God. And uh, yeah, I understand. No, no, he, he's, he's, he responds to them. Look at what, how he runs, responds to them. He says, have faith in God. So he says, have faith like God does. Have the God kind of faith. Then he proceeds and says this, for verily I say to you, he says, I'm telling you this. Boy, and you know, Jesus, when he says, verily, means truly. means means listen up, I'm, I mean this. As, you know, all of his words are true, but he says, pay a special attention here. Truly, I say to you that whosoever shall say to this mountain, this problem, this situation, this barrier, this hindrance in your life, be removed and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe the things he says shall come to pass. He'll have what he says. Look at that. He'll have what who says? What God says? Interesting. <laughs> no, what you say. Are you agreeing with God today? Or are you agreeing with the the devil? Are you agreeing with death and destruction? Are you the one who's always saying, you know, when winter comes, boy, I'm the first one to get sick. I'm the first one they'll lay off. Oh, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I'm going to get enough money to send my children to the school I want them to go to. I'm not going to have this. I'm not going to have this. See, people are always negative, not believing the promises of God. Looking at circumstances, looking at the economy. No, let's look at what God's word says, because it says you'll have what you say this is jesus speaking here and he's never lied i think about this so that's why god wants us to believe what he says says whosoever shall say to this mountain be removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe the things he says i love that the things he says. So we could say God's waiting on you. He's waiting on what your word says. He set this kingdom up. Where now because you're in the kingdom of God through the new birth in Christ Jesus. Now we put his words in our mouth. We find out what he has to say. That's why again going to the right church here in the right pastor. is a difference of life and death. If you're going to a church that's speaking death words. It's always saying well you're just a worm. You'll never amount to anything. Well you need to get out of there and find the right pastor. The right church who will speak words of faith. Words of life into you. So you can get on the right course with God and grow in who you should be and take your place in the kingdom of God. So again, he'll have whatever he says. A couple more. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, it says, We have in the same spirit of faith as it is written, I believed, therefore have I spoken. Now this is interesting because it tells us, see, it's not just good enough to believe, but we've got to say what we believe. That's why I confession I've entitled this confession, because it's important. You must be saying what God says about you. You must be saying, I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. If you've just entered the kingdom of God through faith in Jesus Christ, you need to be saying, I am a new creation. You need to be saying it to, to yourself. Wake up in the morning. Make that confession. Thank you, Lord. I am a new creation in Christ. The old is past and the new has come. You need to be saying, again, for, according to First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16, I have the mind of the anointed one and his anointed. You need to be saying. When you have your food, you can speak over your food. This, this could be your grace. According to Exodus chapter 23, verse 25 and 26, the Lord blesses I worship, the Lord my God. He blesses my food and my water, and he takes sickness away from me, and the number of my days he will fulfill. You can be saying with long life, Psalm 91, 16, the Lord satisfies me and shows me his salvation. See, all you're doing, you're living by God's word, you're saying what God's word says about you. Surely goodness and mercy, you're concerned about, you're doing your job, you're going about life, concerned about the future, concerned about different things, well, you can be saying Psalms 23, verse 6, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life Well, you're concerned about having favor people not liking you well you can be saying what god says about you in proverbs 3 verse 4 that that um in proverbs 3 verse 4 that you find favor and good success in the sight of God and man and that he surrounds you with favor like a shield see that's why he said I set before you life and death blessing and cursing you have a choice to choose what God has to say you choose it by believing what God says about you and by saying what God says about you notice I didn't say say what you feel like say what the circumstances say about you it's taking God at his word and agreeing with him see one of the definitions of confession is to agree so when you're saying what God says, you're agreeing with him. He says he's made, he's made Jesus the high priest of our confession. So we're saying what he says about us. Let me, as it's come to mind, look at this scripture. In um, Matthew chapter 10, verse 32, Jesus says this, an interesting scripture. It says, Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess before my Father which is in heaven. So when you're saying what God says about you, you're really speaking in line with Jesus. You're honoring Jesus, and you're, then, then you're giving God something to work with in the earth on your behalf. In fact, you're giving your angels something to work with. See, Jesus is the high priest of our profession. And, um, and he wants us to live by faith in his word. In fact, in, um, Hebrews chapter four, let me close with this. It says that the people didn't enter the promised land because they didn't mix the promise of God, the word of God with faith. Did you, do you know it's the same thing today? Well-meaning Christians who love God, but refuse to agree with God's word. Agree, refuse, look at their circumstances all the time, speaking in contrary to what god's word says looking at their circumstances saying well i'm sick i'm gonna die i'm broke i have nothing i'll never amount to anything people don't like me so saying everything that's contrary to what God says about you, that you are blessed and highly favored of God, that there is no weapon formed against you that can prosper, that you, that you are the apple of his eyes, that he's with you all the days of your life, that he's given you a peace that passes all understanding, that he's given you faith that overcomes this world. I'm telling you, you should be encouraged today. I encourage you today, rise up, get out about, and do what you need to do in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, who said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I encourage you today. I bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, for you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you.
0: Our product offer this month is a CD message entitled The Believer's Authority. You'll find his teaching resource both informative and empowering, help you to understand your God given authority and your personal responsibility in cooperating with his authority call. For a gift of any size, please call 416 614 1220. Email tv at foundationforlife.ca or write to request your copy of The Believer's Authority.
2: Thank you for joining the broadcast today and for watching. As you've watched, maybe you say, I don't know God, or maybe you once knew God and you're not uh, walking with Him and trusting Him at this time. Well, I've got some great news for you. God loves you and He gave His Son, Jesus Christ, to bring you into fellowship and in relationship with Him. The Bible tells us in John 3 and verse 16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And that whosoever means you and me. Today you can come to God. Today you can be in fellowship with God. You can walk with God. He desired to have fellowship with you and to show you his love and his goodness. You may say, how do I do that? Well, it's very simple. Romans chapter 10 verse 9 and 10. It says that if we will believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and confess with our mouth and believe in our hearts that God has raised Jesus Christ from the dead, we will be saved. So it's as simple as saying, God, I'm a sinner. I don't know you as my Savior. I'm not walking with you. But I believe you gave Jesus Christ to die on the cross for my sins and I open up my heart and I receive your son Jesus Christ as my Lord and my savior and that's the simple steps in coming in relationship with God if you've confessed and if you've said that today I want to say welcome to the family of God I want to encourage if you've taken that step in following God and following Jesus Christ as your Lord the next step is to begin to attend a Bible-believing church and hearing God's Word and praying daily. If you're in the area Foundation for Life Family Church, we welcome you to come and fellowship with us and meet others. Feel free to contact us and write us. We'd love to get some information in your hands on how you can now grow in your new relationship with God. And welcome to the family of God. God bless you.
0: Thank you for joining us today on Healing for the Nations with Pastor Carl Lewis. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we encourage you to partner with us financially to continue the teaching of God's Word. To give, please write to Foundation for Life Christian Ministries or securely online at foundationforlife.ca. Healing for the Nations is a ministry of Foundation for Life Christian Ministries. Visit foundationforlife.ca and avail yourself of our valuable life-building resources for free. Join us next time on Healing for the Nations.